Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. I'm so super excited about my guest today, Leah Remelay. I have learned so much from Leah and I kind of want to be her when I grow up <laughs> because she really, like really, I want to be the grown up, like that's the version of me when I'm like grown up and I have it all together. I see myself as Leah. So it's <laughs> just a little bit about her. She is just a productivity genius. Honestly, she's an international speaker, a new podcast host, a system strategist, and she's helped thousands of business owners just completely ditch the overwhelm and start scaling, making money. And she's helping them do it all without sacrificing their home life, their health, their happiness, all the things that we think have to go off the wayside if we're going to be like really productive. She helps you balance it all. Her podcast is Balancing Busy, so definitely go check that out. But Leah, I'm so excited to talk to you today. That may be the sweetest, most wonderful intro I've ever heard. Like, I'm like, can I just listen to that every single day to like pump me up? I'd be like, um, I feel amazing. So thank you. That was incredible. I'll send you a little sound, but you can just play it whenever you need it. <laughs> Perfect. That's going to be, I'm going to have you in my ear every morning to just pump me up. Cause we need that, right? Like we need the affirmations. We need people to remind us we're doing, doing something right. So that was, that was incredible. Thank you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. So I've touted you then as this like balanced person who's just got it all together. So is that just you? Have you always been balanced or is that something that like you had to work towards? Absolutely. I don't struggle at all. Everything I do is just easy and effortless. You know, like I just, I just can't help it. I am, I am always on top of everything. No, that could not be further from the truth that I don't, if there is someone out there that is incredible for you, but I don't think that's our stories, right? Like we're, we are, we are a process. We learn as we go. And, and if we do it right, we learn and we grow. And so I absolutely did it wrong in the very beginning. I started my business. And you know, when you're starting your business, you just want anybody to be willing to give you some money in exchange for your service. And then if you're doing it right, they start lining up and they start saying, yes, yes, yes. And a lot of us, and I was one of these, we don't set ourselves up to be ready for the growth. We want it, we're doing all of these things, you know, putting out all that marketing stuff, but we don't have a plan in place for if that growth actually happens. And that's exactly what I did. I was doing all the things I was told, this is how you get clients, but I must've missed the part where they said, and by the way, you should probably have like a good system for if those clients start coming. So I had no system and I just, you know, was trying to create the most incredible experience. Experience really matters to me. I am a sucker for the experience. I mean, I will happily pay an absurd amount more if you are going to package it in a really beautiful experience and like, give me a super nice fancy bag. I mean, I really will. I am, I am hook, line and sinker for that stuff. And so 
I wanted to create this incredible experience. I never want to let down clients. And the honest truth is sometimes it's easier to let our family down because, you know, they're supposed to love us no matter what. And these clients, they, they're a lot more vocal when they're displeased with you. And so I was letting my family feel the toll and I convinced myself it was okay because I was our sole breadwinner. Look at how much I'm able to do for our family. Look at what I'm providing. Like, it's funny because it's exactly what this, this doesn't sound right, but you know what we hear the men say in the movies, mm-hmm. like I'm putting a roof over the head. I'm, you know, like I kind of took on that. That's like what I was thinking, which is I'm not proud of at all. And, and I wasn't taking care of my health. I wasn't taking care of, of really anything except for my business. Right. And yeah. even that obviously wasn't that great because there were some big problems. And so I had that moment of absolute burnout, uh, to where I ended up blacking out because I had stopped sleeping. My body went on strike and I was taken away in an ambulance. And it was then that I was like, I absolutely have to fix this. I have to change. And I always say I'm a very all in person, like my personality switch. I am on, I am off. There is no dimmer switch. And I've been working for the last decade to install the dimmer switch in me that is okay with doing things gradually. Like I didn't get to a negative place overnight and I'm not going to get to the positive place overnight, but my brain is like, no, we must, we're going to do this Mm. all at once right now. And obviously that's not sustainable. So I absolutely have done it wrong. I've, I had this moment. I used to work at night. My kids were really little when I started my company and you know, you're trying to figure out where do I work? Where do I fit this time in? Yeah. You fit it into the bedtime and the nap time. Yes. You fit it in where you can. That's all you can do. Right. And so that's what I did, but I was fitting it in almost every single night between, well, I would fit it in all day anywhere I could and constantly not really be present when I should have been. And then at night it got quiet. They all went to bed. My email wasn't chirping as much. Like I was left alone and I could just work. And so I, I didn't want to give that up. And so I would work from 8 PM to about 5 AM. And then my kids would be back up at 7 AM. And so I would sleep and, and I would sleep about two hours. And what I figured out is I could do that three to four nights in a row Then I had to have one night where I got four to five hours of sleep. And then I could start the cycle again. At least that's what I thought. Mm. Um, And I really thought like I've gamed the system. Like, look at me, mere mortals. I don't even have to sleep. That was wrong. My body went on strike and I ended up in an ambulance and knew that I had to make really big changes. And I, at first I didn't really share with this because I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. Like I didn't want people to know, look, I'm a really crappy mom. I've been a really crappy wife. I've like been doing this all wrong. So I didn't, I didn't want to tell anybody. And then I was speaking at a conference about teaching. I, I, I get, I used to get asked all the time to talk about pricing and profitability because I was, I'm, I like making money and I seem to figure that part out really quickly, really easily. I just hadn't figured out the other part of like the systems and the automation and, and organization and all that. And so I was, I had been speaking on pricing, taught this whole thing. Everyone that night at the end of the conference is all chatting, um, you know, about how, you know, like just more the personal stuff. And they start sharing how overwhelmed they are, how guilty they always feel, how hard trying to do both is. And I had found the answer and I realized this isn't a me problem. This is a we problem. And like, Mm. I actually can help here. I can share. I did it totally wrong. And here's a better way. 
And so that's when I really started shifting to being like, okay, forget my ego. I'm going to share the good, bad, and the ugly. And I'm going to tell people like, there's a better way. And if I can do it, I know that you can do it and start sharing how I did it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love so much that you were willing to be vulnerable and open because I think that that's a trait that not a lot of us have, or not a lot of us like want to have with being like, yeah, let me share where I failed. Because especially when you were so successful, like in the one aspect of building a business and making money, that's where you obviously want people to look at you and shine because that's where you're doing awesome. I think that that's like across the board for all of us, how we would feel. So the fact that you were able to be, okay, I'm going to take a step back. Your body literally was like, <laughs> you're going to take a step back, which I love <laughs> no. that. Not that I love that you ended up in a, in an ambulance, but of course it was something dramatic and big for you because you are all or nothing. So your body was like, okay, yes. I guess we're going to do nothing. Like, <laughs> so I mean, all of us has found ourselves on one end, somewhere on that spectrum of feeling just completely overwhelmed where we're going too hard in one area and we're just not balancing. And I think so many times, especially lately, like we've kind of been sold this, this message of balance is a myth, right? Like balance got mm, a lot yes. of, of talk late, like in the past. And then lately it's been like, balance isn't even real. So like, don't even try for it. And so we kind of yep. swung the pendulum like way too far the other way. And I love what you're doing. Cause you're kind of bringing it back to be like, hold on. There is actually a way where we can win at all the things. There's just a different way that we have to do that. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so first of all, I believe this is according to Leah, but I believe burnout is when we neglect our core values. That is when burnout takes place. So, and, and when we think about this, we're all like, mm, yep, that's exactly what happened. We started neglecting core values, core things we knew were important to us because we, we decided to believe that we didn't have time. I stopped sleeping because I don't have time. Where's that going to fit? I stopped taking care of my body, exercising, you know, doing those things. I stopped making time for my marriage. I stopped being truly present. That, that whole thing when the kids are like, mom, 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 did you even see me? Mom, did you? Yeah, yeah, I saw. Crap, what did they just do? What was right? the last like, thing they said that I can just repeat? So it seemed like I yes, was listening. Yes, yes, in there. yes, like, so burnout is when we are neglecting core values, core core parts of us that we need, like th they're what makes us whole. And so there starts to be holes inside of us because we're burning out, right? So that's, that's burnout. Now there is this myth that, that I, I fully jumped on and, and that especially I think our, um, American culture really jumps on of this hustle harder mentality. We glorify busyness. We, we see that if I say I'm busy, then that means I'm in demand. It means I'm valuable. It means that I have meaning, that I, I have something worthwhile that people want, but well, you might not get it because I might not have time, right? Like we, we wear busy, like a badge of honor. And we know that we all say, how are you? Oh my gosh, crazy busy. So busy. Oh, it's just been so hectic. We, we say things like that. I think it's really important to start catching what are the things that we're saying? And is that really the identity that we want to have? Is that the persona that you actually want to wear that you are this busy, busy person that's so busy that isn't, um, you know, maybe available for the things that matter most. There was this 
Super Bowl commercial way back in 2014 for Cadillac. Okay. And on the surface, it looks really good. So, so in it, it says, um, other countries, they work, they stroll home, they stop by the cafe, they take August off, off. Why aren't you like that? Why aren't we like that? Because we are crazy driven, hardworking believers. That's why. And it's this middle-aged man who's like, starts at his gorgeous, his amazing pool. And then he goes through his gorgeous home and he like high fives his kids walking past him and like hands over the New York times. His wife hands it off to him as he goes out, you know, into this Cadillac. Well, I've got to travel the world. We decided in in this effort of massively slowing down, cutting my hours from always being available to becoming part-time hours, really setting myself up so I could work anywhere from anywhere, uh, we decided to take our kids for a year and go travel the world and just really experience it. And I was still needed to make money during that. I still you know, needed that income to happen, but we wanted to go see the world and we got to go all over. Um, and, and spend four to six weeks in all these different countries. And the most beautiful thing to me was watching those people who stopped by cafes, who mm. had these conversations, who, you know, just seemed to be taking in life. And I remember being like, the entire town shuts down for all of August. That is yeah. a thing. And I watched that and I saw that cities where the whole city takes a nap every day and like yep everything's closed because it's it's nap time why why are we gonna mock that like yeah what's really the better about this hustle harder mentality for what to to feel more accomplished accomplished how to have more things are they really making you happier I mean don't get me wrong I really like our things I'm not gonna try to pretend that I don't but I'm not going to trade space to just be, to feel like I have time. I'm not going to trade that for these arbitrary things of like, well, the more money I have, the more things I have, the harder I work, that makes me more valuable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The thing that I'm hearing you saying then is going back to when you were talking about burnout and the core values and then knowing like what you're hu- like hustling for, right? What you're working for, because it is, it's like, is it just for the badge of busy of feeling like I, I, I wear this so that you all think that I'm awesome and in demand. And so is that something that you teach is like identifying what those core values are or like identifying like what that success, like what it will look like when life feels good to you? Yes. I think you absolutely have to know what those core values are. And that sounds a little abstract, right? Like, okay, how how do I identify those? So I think the easiest way to get to that is to figure out what your goals are and then ask yourself why, but don't ask why one time keep drilling down. So keep digging down until honestly, until like, if, if you and I were one-on-one and we were doing this, I'd make you drill down until I got you to cry. Probably <laughs> like, that's when I know I'm like, okay, we hit it. We're okay, there. We found it. We're there. Okay. We got it. Right. So, so I might start by saying, um, well, I want to make money so I can pay off debt. That's a really, like, that's a good admirable reason, right? Like that's mm-hmm. good. And then I would say, okay, why? Well, because when, 
if I'm out of debt, I'm not going to have to worry about money as much. Okay. Why? Because I watched my parents worry about money a lot as a kid. Okay. Why? Because I didn't feel like I could trust that my parents could take care of us because they were always freaking out about money. Okay. Why? I don't know if I really felt like they had time to love me because they were always worried about the bills, right? Like, like, I mean, I just made that up on the fly. So you made that up on the fly, but like, holy cow, do I identify with that so much? I'm like, wow, Leah, like, did you get in here? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well then that's awesome. So, right. So like, like, I want to show that example though. Like I want people to actually see and understand what I'm saying by like, keep asking why, keep asking why until you get to that core, probably a belief that probably is not true, but it feels true because it's from your experiences and that's okay. Like, don't apologize for that. You know, I would say my busyness, um, if I really track down on that, like if I was going to do this to myself, I didn't believe that I had value. I grew up in an unstable home, very unstable home. Uh, I'm dyslexic. I have ADHD. Like I've known my whole life that was diagnosed very early. Both of those, um, I was never, not even the smartest. I was, I was very typically the dumbest one in the class. And I'm saying that because if you look at all the test scores and you are the bottom in every single class, then guess what? That's telling you that you're the dumbest one, right? Like uh, that's, that's what that message is. And that was my message through all of school. Um, I was not good at any sports. I was never, uh, like just athletically inclined. So I never saw myself as athletic or anything like that. I tried swim my junior year. It was no cut. Some friends convinced me to do it. And I got cut. It was a no cut swim team. And I got cut. They were like, I think you might drown. Don't come back. Don't come back. Um, Yeah. Like I had all of these experiences that said, you are not good at learning. You do not have anything to contribute you don't really have a lot of value because what the world sees as valuable, you weren't given any of those mm. like talents or gifts. And, and that was my message my whole life. And when I started my business, my goals were really, really low because I didn't have a lot of self-esteem. I didn't believe I was very capable. My very first goal was, oh my gosh, if I could bring in $500 a month and that felt really unobtainable, like that felt like a pipe dream. And I started going after it and, and then I reached it and then I reached a thousand and then I reached 2000 and 5,000 and 10,000 and 25,000 and and the numbers kept going up and I had never felt so powerful. I had never in my life actually thought like I hold my own destiny. I am in control and it felt so good. And I started associating the harder I work, the busier I am, the more in demand I am, then I must matter. I must be valuable. Now, the truth is that's not why I mattered. That wasn't the value. Like my, my greatest value is in me as a mom. It's in being able to inspire people. Um, I've really, really over the years had to make a shift in myself as I've learned these things about me of, I really try to go by the motto of I'm not trying to impress. I'm trying to inspire. And so I'll check myself. Like as I'm sharing things, as I'm doing things, I'm like, "Mm, is this to impress or is this to inspire? Because if it's impressing that I'm trying to do, it's ego. It's, it's me based. But if I'm trying to inspire, 
then it's you based. Like I want to show you what you're capable of. So when we get to this really, really deep why, this deep core, our values will start to be exposed. And we start seeing, you know, my core values are actually uh, time with my family because I never had that. Like I don't have a single memory of ever eating dinner as a family. I'm sure it happened because I do have a memory of getting in trouble for hiding broccoli (laughs) under the bench seat. So obviously there was a dinner that happened, but I don't have, I mean, it happens so infrequently that I don't have a memory of a family dinner. And it's funny because that's something that really matters to me. I talk about that all the time, like about family dinners, how I do family dinners, but that's the, like, if I got down to my deep, why that's why, because I thought happy families must have dinner together and I never had dinner together. So, so help me. We will be having dinner people like this is going to happen. Um, so just getting to these core values of like what really matters to you. And to me, it's really, really feeling close and tight as a family, having family dinner, um, having space and time, my health, but that has changed for me. It used to be, and I was never consistent. It was because I wanted to look good. My, right. my, it has really, right. Like, let's be honest. I was like, we all I'm, have I'm, that I'm like phase look- we go through where it's, yeah, it's just I want to look, look good. good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in the last, um, in the last while it's changed to, and this feels weird to admit, but, um, I really want to be an active grandma. And it I know that might sound, sound crazy. Weird. No, it doesn't like, like I just know that I'm like, I have an 18 year old and, and I'm telling you she was 10 yesterday. I don't know what happened. Right. And, and I am going to blink and she's going to be getting married. And, and then the next one will, and the next one, and like grandkids could come very like, like it's reasonable to think within five years. So I, I have this vision of being able to outrun them at Disneyland. Like they're not going to be able to keep up with me when we're running from ride to ride. So that is why I exercise. Like that's, that's my, and it comes down to now it's attached to a core value. So it's a lot easier to stay motivated. Oh, absolutely. Rather than like cutting out a picture of a model from a magazine and taping it to your, like, right. I remember this tactic from when I was like a teenager, yes. like taping it yes. to the fridge. So you're like, every time I go, I get to get a Like, yeah. Having something that means so much more will help you with those goals. And I think it makes it like a, like a combined affair too. Like your family's in on it too. It's not just this like superficial goal that you have for yourself, which I love that you've been able to like have the awareness to ask yourself why to get really clear on those core values and, and to be able to formulate like your plan and your actions around that. I think that's huge. And frankly, a part that most of us are missing. I was missing it. I mean, I was missing it for so long. So once you get to those core values, once you start to say like, these are my pillars, this is what helps me stay standing in my strength, in my power, right? Like once you get to that, then you can start saying, okay, well, how do I, how do I create a life that allows me to have all those things? And maybe that's systems. Uh, it's probably going to be systems. It's going to be time management, which I believe that often if, if people are like, oh, I'm so bad at time management. Okay. That's because you actually have a mind management problem. A lot of times we need to focus on the mind management so that we can get better at time management. Um, but we start putting these things in place, just these little needle movers, just little things here and there. But when you add them all together, it makes a huge, huge difference where I can go from that life that, that looked great from the outside, but it felt horrible on the inside. I mean, I just felt 
like a shell. I was never, I was never enough, even though I didn't even know how to give any more of me. I mean, I'd literally given up sleep to try to be everything for everyone. And it still wasn't enough to where now I, I'm in awe of how much space I seem to have. And I'm not less busy in the sense of I volunteer 20 hours a week. I run a company. I have team members that rely on me. I am available for my kids. We have lunch every day together for an hour. Like I'm, I'm at everything of theirs. There's all of these things, but because they're all aligning, because they're my core values, it's working somehow. Like, honestly, somehow, sometimes it just feels miraculous. Like sometimes I'm like, I know it's my job to know because I help people know how to do this. But sometimes I just sit here and go, I don't even know how this works, but it does. But I do know what I did to to get there. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I wanted to ask you. So flashback to you're in an ambulance and you know, something needs to change. Most of us would say, okay, complete overhaul and like burn it all down. And we need to do the complete opposite of that. Is that what you did? Or was it something that you started very small and started tweaking? I heard you use the phrase needle movers. Yes. And I'm a, yes. I mean, everyone listening knows that I'm like, start small, just make your bed. Like that's, <laughs> so is that what you did or was it a complete overhaul and implementation of all the systems all at once? I tried for about 24 hours to do all of it at once. And then I was like, Leah, this is exactly what gets you into every single problem, we should try something different. And so I decided to start small. I decided to look for the needle movers. One of the most inspiring, interesting things that I've really enjoyed studying, uh, there's some great research out there um, that's, that's coming forward is like, why is it that whenever there is a problem, our inclination is to add more? Like there's a problem. I have a goal. I'm going to add more to my life instead of what honestly, a lot of times we need is subtraction and subtraction can get us exactly the same thing we want, sometimes even better, but our inclination is to add. So I needed to start looking for, well, how can I subtract things from my plate? And a lot of that was systems. It was just as simple as I'm going to make some systems that do some of this heavy lifting. I'm going to have a great onboard, a great checklist. I'm going to have workflows. I'm going to have automations. I'm going to outsource some of it. I'm going to just little by little, needle mover by needle mover, look for all the areas and say, how can I make this simpler, but keep it, keep that experience as great as I want it to be. So that's my whole concept of less, but better. How can I take take some of this off my plate, do a little bit less, but it's even better. Like I can create that incredible experience still. Yeah. Yeah. And how about giving yourself, because I think we find ourselves in that place where we're at the tipping point. It is burnout. We're going, we like, we feel like our hair's on fire. The house is on fire. Everything's burning down. So how do we create that space to be able to take the time to slowly put those systems in? Like, do you have recommendations for that? Because I know that that can feel like, but I don't have time to do that. (laughs) Right, right. Like, I'm like, I have no time. I know I need to make time to do this, but I have no time to do it. Oh my gosh. I remember thinking that all the time. That was like kind of my motto. Like, you know why I can't outsource? Because I don't have time to train them. You know why I can't set up the system? Because I don't have time to make it, right? Like I lived by this. There's not enough time. Um, We, this is so harsh, but we make time for what matters. I promise you, if your car breaks down tomorrow, you will make time to get it fixed because you need that to keep going. So you will make time. Um, So we need to make time for what matters. And this, you just segued me in beautifully. So thank you. I totally have a gift 
Um, I have a masterclass training. It is 42 minutes. And if you will give me 42 minutes in return, I am going to give you six to eight hours every single week from this point forward back. So that would be a really great start. Like those are the things that I took all the needle movers and I just share them all and add them in and they can get you six to eight hours back. So we're going to make time for what matters. And I know that's harsh. But if we want a better life, if we want that space, then we're going to have to give ourselves permission to let that happen. And we're going to need to get comfortable with making boundaries, uh, which sounds restrictive, but it's actually and truly liberating. I live on the side of a mountain. And when I'm driving up and down the mountain, I'm really, really grateful for guardrails because they are protecting me from falling off a cliff. Yeah. Boundaries (laughs) don't look at them as a restriction. They are the guardrails that keep us from falling off the cliff of overwhelm, of burnout, of exhaustion, of losing our absolute crap on our kids because we're so stressed and tired and worn out, right? Like these boundaries protect the things that matter most. They protect our core values. Yeah. I love that visual. I'm such a analogy and visual person. So boundaries does sound harsh, especially if you've grown up as like a people pleaser or a peacemaker. Hi, I'm all of the above and putting those in place. And even just boundaries for yourself, it feels like, but no, like I like to be a flowy, flexible person. Like boundaries sound like not fun. I'm, I'm a, a free fun person. Yeah. But <laughs> the older that I get and the more that I listen to people like you and and implement these things and be like, okay, fine, I'll try it. I'm like, oh, turns out there's there's something there. They've got something. So it really makes such a difference and allows you actually to be more of a free spirit and more flexible. Like that's exactly weird, what I was thinking. Right? Works. I'm like, if you put in the boundaries, you have the space to be spontaneous, to be a free spirit. Like, think about it. The more we are tied to everything because we're trying to say yes to everything and be pleased and there's no structure and da, da da the more we don't get to have any spontaneity because we feel tied to the next thing that has to be done to this sense of urgency all the time where if you do truly if you truly do identify as the free spirit setting up these guardrails that are going to protect your space and your time and your core values are going to open you up to get to be more spontaneous more available for, to just be and to experience and, and all those things. Yeah. Oh, it sounds awesome. So if you're like me, I've been like nodding my head this whole time and like just applauding and like, yes. So if you're feeling the same way and Leah has offered that class to you, that is amazing. Like literally end this episode right now and go click in and take her class where she's going to give you back six to eight hours. So number one, go do that. After that, Uh, Leah shares every single week on her podcast, Balancing Busy. You can find it just by searching Balancing Busy on any app that you listen to podcasts on. Um, Leah, where else can they come and find you? Because I know they're like, I need this. I need this so much. Like I alone have learned so much from Leah. I can, I'm so grateful that she's come into my life. And I just want you guys to get all of the lessons and just learn everything she she can offer you. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So those places are perfect. If they um, sign up for that training, they'll also become an LR insider. So they'll get to get more tips and tricks and uh, these, you know, little time-saving hacks from me regularly. They can go to my website, which is leahremelay.com. I'm on Instagram, leahremelay, which I know is hard to spell. So if you want to text it to yourself really quick, it's 
L-E-A-H-R-E-M-I-L-L-E-T. Or I'm sure if you just go to any of Jesse's places, you can find it there. Go to the show notes. You'll find it there if if you are driving or something and cannot be texting yourself at this moment. <laughs> yes, please don't do that. But yeah, click down below. Everything that you need is right there and it'll get you to where you need to go. Um, Leah, I could talk to you for hours. We know this. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. It has been a blast. Oh, this has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.